Talking with Girlfriends is our outlet. It's our therapy, our entertainment, and our education. Co-hosts Madness Shete Jones and Tennille Daniels explore how to make life better by doing it together. Join in as we dish on friendship, family, food, faith, and fearlessness. You're now listening to the Love Madam Podcast. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for a bonus episode. Bonus episode. Special episode. Special episode. Special girl. Real Real good good girl. girl. (laughs) Y'all, we are in the midst, and when I say we, I mean the world, Yeah. of responding to an outbreak of a respiratory disease caused by a novel human coronavirus that was detected in China late last year Mm -hmm. and which has now been detected in more than 100 locations internationally, including right here in our very own United States of America. Mm -hmm. The virus, named SARS-CoV-2, a type of severe acute respiratory syndrome, causes the disease named coronavirus disease 2019 or COVID-19. On March 11th, 2020, the World Health Organization characterized COVID-19 as a pandemic. A pandemic simply signifies the global outbreak of a disease. Yep, that's right. And here we are. Yeah. So with that being said, welcome to our first bonus episode, That Rona, COVID-19, Myths, Media, and Mechanisms to Cope. So today, the two of us are putting on our public health hats to bring you a clear, to bring you some clear and factual information on the coronavirus disease 2019, which as Tanil mentioned, is abbreviated as COVID-19 and known in these streets as that Rona. That Rona. We're going to bust some I myths. I do know that cultural tag. That co- <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> We're going to do some myth busting. Yes. Um, we're going to set straight some misinformation that we've heard, and we're going to share a few key coping mechanisms that um, we've employed for those of us who might be feeling particularly anxious Mm -hmm. or overwhelmed by recent events. Just a little background. Tanil and I both have our Master of Public Health degree. Um, I also have an undergraduate degree in biology, and the two of us have a combined 25 plus years of experience in public health, health communication, and local and national level health advocacy, having worked for or with the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services in various capacities over the years. What we're sharing today is not as spokespersons for the department, um, but just a little bit of background on um, why we feel qualified to be able to speak to this. It's a little little bit outside of our norm but love madden is here to um bring truth to the community um to gather people together so that we can speak truth and we can walk boldly in our fearlessness so we thought it was yes. important for us to know the facts we better walk boldly and bust the bust up the fears and know the facts so yeah so let's start with what we know okay so the coronaviruses are a large family of viruses that can range from what we know as the common cold to more severe respiratory infections like sars Mm -hmm. and they are quite uh, common in humans and in many different species of animals Mm -hmm. so you know we all get the the cold 
you know, every now and then at least. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, And then, you know, I've seen people post memes about this too, or pictures with the back of like the Lysol Mm -hmm. can. Right. And it says human coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Um, So there are very various forms of the, um, the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. Um, Rarely animal coronaviruses can infect people and then spread between people, such as with MERS, Mm -hmm. COVID, and SARS Cove. SARS was probably um, how many years ago? Oh, I want to say maybe a, de- a decade. Yeah, I was going to say about 10 years yeah. or so. Um, and now with this new virus, which is named SARS Cove 2, because it's um, very similar to SARS. Genetically, mm-hmm. gen- genetically mm-hmm. similar. That's the biologist and Maddie coming <laughs> out. Um, and we get the coronavirus disease, which is COVID 19, mm-hmm. because we've added kind of that's the, the short handle. Um, for the disease that is caused that is by, caused by the, the SARS-CoV-2 SARS-CoV virus. Right. Yes. Correct. So early on, um, many patients at the epicenter of this outbreak uh, were in Wuhan, China, mm-hmm. and they had some link to a large seafood and live animal market suggesting animal to uh, person spread initially initially. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then later, a growing number of patients there reported not actually um, having any exposure to the the animal animal markets, Mm -hmm. indicating person-to-person spread, and then later, community spread. So if you're in the Washington, D.C. area, recently, um, I think probably on Wednesday or so, we Mm -hmm. had our first um, instance of community spread Mm -hmm. in Prince George's County, and that's really, and in the state of Maryland, Mm -hmm. and that's when things kind of escalated. Quickly. Yes, very quickly. Zero to 100. Very quick. Right, because the difference between the person-to-person and the community spread Mm -hmm. is person-to-person is you see somebody coughing, you see somebody sick, Mm -hmm. you, you know that you traveled, Community right. spread is, I don't know where I got it from. Right. <laughs> and I think the first person in um, Maryland was an older gentleman mm-hmm. in his 60s. Mm-hmm. He said that he had not traveled anywhere. He had kind of rarely been out of his house, mm-hmm. but he still had uh, contracted the virus. Right. So community spread means that some people have been infected and it is not known how or where they became exposed. Mm -hmm. Um, While information is still emerging, as you all can see from the news, social media, whatever it might be coming through your text chain, it's it's very, um, a a very emerging um, kind of situation. Mm -hmm. Reported illnesses have ranged from being very mild. Um, Some people or including some to no reported symptoms at all Mm -hmm. to very severe, including illness resulting in death. Mm. The information we have so far suggests that about 85% of the COVID-19 illnesses um, are presenting mildly. Okay. But um, there are a group of people where it is presenting uh, more severe. Mm -hmm. So older people and people of all ages who are immunocompromised or are living with severe underlying health conditions, such as heart disease, lung disease, diabetes, um, well, we say heart Mm -hmm. disease. Cardiac, right. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, Are kind of examples of those groups that are at higher risk um, for developing COVID-19. 19 in terms of like the comp the um, severity of um, how it manifests and potential complications and I was gonna say I think mm-hmm. it's important that we talk about people who are immunocompromised mm-hmm. people who are recovering from cancer people who might be living yes. with you know rheumatoid arthritis or other conditions um, 
lupus mm -hmm. and MS and other conditions that maybe we don't see when we're kind of looking at that person. Right. Um, but their, you know, their immune systems are more fragile. Also very young children whose immune systems mm -hmm. are still developing. So we're hearing a lot about older folks. Right. But it's it's really more in older folks because older folks are living with more, more chronic, chronic conditions. conditions. Yes. And as um, the head or one of the directors of the NIH said today, older people, you know, as you get older, your immune system is already kind of not as strong as it was. So yeah. um, that's why it's showing up stronger in older people. But like Maddie said, you can be any age. And I think we are seeing um, people having this sense of being invincible, invincible right. um, because it's, you know, presenting in older people, but it can happen to any of us. Yeah. Um, so we just need to be very vigilant about that. And when we hear about older, we're, we're talking about 60 plus, but mm -hmm. when we break down the actual, you know, within our 60 through you know, 100 plus mm -hmm. range, we see that within 60 to 70 range, it's much less, 70 mm -hmm. to 80 it increases, 80 to 90 it increases. So really, when we talk about 60 plus, your risk at 60 versus at 89 is not the same. So right. I think it's also important for us to tease out that yes. information when we're thinking about our parents versus our grandparents. Mm -hmm. There is increased risk when we're talking about much As more older, senior folks, yes. right? And you've probably uh, heard on the news, you know, now there's this big thing about restricting access to nursing homes mm -hmm. because there is, you vulnerable know, population. a very vulnerable population that resides there. And um, anyone, you know, uh, people aren't going into these facilities intentionally. So you're going in not knowing. And the best way to prevent um, that spread is just to restrict visitors altogether, which is where we are now. So we were going to put a little bit of a pin in this, but maybe we can talk about the social distancing piece now and, you know, the latency period and why it's important for us when we talk about visiting nursing homes. And I think that's now been extended to hospitals, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. you know, not having any other, you know, more than one visitor over the age of 18. And there are some other restrictions um, that show up on a case by case basis. But what are the benefits of social distancing, T, if you want to talk about, start to talk about that a little bit, maybe we can discuss. Yeah, so the benefits of social distancing, because we just talked about community spread, mm -hmm. um, is putting your, not putting yourself or others mm -hmm. in harm's way. Right. So we mentioned a little bit earlier that there may be carriers of the virus that never... That are asymptomatic, which right. means no symptoms. Never present any symptoms. You may be walking around and you never know... That you, you had that, it. That you had it. Right. Um, but once you come into the presence of someone who is a, um, a little bit more immune compromised... Mm -hmm you may be transmitting that to that person unknowingly. Yeah. Um, so just trying to be a little bit more mindful of um, where you place yourself, um, not only for your own health, but for the health of the population. For everyone, yeah. Yeah, and go and, ahead. And then I was going to say, we, we, we talk about now people who, you know, may never show symptoms. And then there's also something called a latency period. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that is a period in which you don't initially show symptoms. Right. But then you, you know, you will show symptoms mm -hmm. later on down the road. Um, early on, we were hearing that it was 14 days. days so if right. you're coming back into the country, it's 14 days, it's 14 days. But there's new information that's saying it's upward of 30 to 40 days. Mm. So you could have this thing manifesting in your upper respiratory tract, in mm -hmm. your lungs, um, and not have any symptoms that show up. But what viruses do is they find a host, mm -hmm. which is us, us, your lungs, right? right? And then they make copies of themselves. Mm -hmm. So while that thing is in there making copies and growing, we're not seeing symptoms, and then until we do. So somebody could have a severe case, 
and could be in that 14 to 30, you know, 40 day window and exposing lots of people, lots of people. I mean, just think about the um, individuals who were at, I think, the APIC or the CPAC CPAC. conferences, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they came in contact with thousands of people um you know we don't know we know a couple of people have decided to self-quarantine themselves um and that there were some transmissions as a result of um of that interaction but i mean that's just one example right there yeah so i think that's important and then you know the other benefit tanil talked about the benefit to us as a community and just Mm -hmm. from a public health perspective but the other benefit is from a healthcare system perspective yes um when you think about uh, the spread of an outbreak is sort of like your classic bell curve. Mm -hmm. Um, If there is no social distancing and it catches on quick, then everybody's sick at the same time. Overload. Right. So we're out of tests. We're out of treatment options. We're out of hospital beds. We're out of space, Mm -hmm. physical space. And we're just saying we're only taking the sickest. Everybody else just go home and deal, whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. If we have a um, social distancing situation where we're able to flatten that curve, then we won't overextend our health care system. And then we got to remember there are people who existing people who are living with chronic illness there are people who that need to need go care. deliver babies there yes. are people who you know with the flu with, with the, the flu, regular with the, flu. With the flu mm-hmm. right which you know we we call it regular but well, seasonal let yeah regular. right but yes. that influenza as well it, yes. it that thing be, <laughs> it be taking people down it does take people out um, and then we also know the information that we're not expected to have a vaccine that's tested and available publicly in the United States for upwards of one year one to year. a year and a half, yeah. right? Um, by you know conservative estimates. Mm-hmm. So um, really, the treatment right now is to treat your symptoms. Um, right. So when you know somebody has it, it's to try to break their fever. fever. It's to try mm-hmm. to keep them hydrated. Um, you know, as their kidneys and other functions, you know, might be affected. So it's trying to keep it, you know yeah. keep their systems open and working so that their immune system can, can do what fight. it has to do mm-hmm. to recover. Yes. Um, but there is no vaccine. There's just treatment. Okay. So with that being said, mm-hmm. I want to talk about some of these things that we've heard. So the reason we're even mm, doing this mm, episode mm. is because you may have heard us um, reference our sound engineer from time to time, Marcus. Yes. Marcus hit us up this morning like, hey, good morning, ladies. How's it going? <laughs> Great. He was like, yeah, I think we need to do an episode on the COVID-19 because... <laughs> on that Rona. On that Rona because I'm getting more text messages, group chats. He said he got some information from his mom that he thought was factual and he shared and, you know, immediately thereafter, he saw that it was it was alternative facts. It alternative was, it, facts. And so he said. Fake news, that's 45 would say. Marcus said, if you can't trust your mama, who, who can, can you, you trust? trust? So, you know, I said, you know what? You can trust the Love Madden lady. So <laughs> we spent the rest of the day. We had already done some research, um, you know, things that we had to kind of look up for our respective jobs. But we spent the rest of the day doing some research, really trying to look at the most commonly shared myths that we've heard. Out in these streets. Out in these streets. So that we could be some myth busters for you all today. Mm-hmm. Number one, I've heard that Rona is going to go away when it gets warmer, right? Because everybody's saying it's just like the regular flu. Mm-hmm. Don't y'all already know? It's already kind of warm. It's already it was getting 76 warmer. 76 degrees today. It was lovely. So what y'all thinking about? 90? Right. <laughs> it got to be 90 or 100 degrees? <laughs> right. So... That might be possible. It is not 
yet known. And we're mm-hmm. going to state this over and over again. This is such an early know, developing yeah. and emerging situation that we really don't know whether temperature and weather will impact the spread of COVID-19. Mm-hmm. We know that some other viruses like the common cold and the flu mm-hmm. spread more during um, cold months, you know, winter right. months. But that does not mean that it's not um, possible for us to become sick with these viruses. So you hear mm-hmm. about a summer cold or yes. somebody catching, a, you know, the flu late in the season. Yeah. Um, so it can still happen. So at this time, it's really not known whether or not the spread of COVID-19 will decrease when weather becomes warmer. There's a lot more us, for us to learn about the transmissibility, about the severity, and about other, you know, sort of factors that are associated mm-hmm. with this um, with this disease. And so investigations are ongoing. Yes. So I'm not going to say that that's a myth that I'm busting. I'm not going to say that it's accurate. It's just a more information to come. But right. but since we don't know, don't change don't it. don't don't keep spreading Spread that it, information, right. Exactly. right? So that's we're hopeful, but we really don't know. Mm-hmm. The second thing that I've heard and this y'all, come on. Is <laughs> <laughs> that melanin? That melanin magic. <laughs> but somebody is somebody <laughs> not somebody. Many people have said that black people are immune to that rona. you know coronavirus is a disease that affects asians or white people or whatever Mm, mm. number one we have to counter stigma (laughs) by really learning and sharing and leaning into the facts right um especially you know if you're somebody who is a person of color minority population you know what stigma does Mm -hmm. so it's really no need for us to perpetuate to perpetuate Mm -hmm. that's the word So the facts are that viruses do not target specific racial or ethnic groups. Knowing how COVID-19 actually spreads can help to stop stigma. Now, are there behavioral and social factors Mm -hmm. that can play into why we see certain diseases manifest in certain populations more? More, Sure. Are there environmental factors? Could there be something that we're not seeing as much spread in the continent of Africa for maybe environmental reasons? Mm -hmm. Maybe because of, you know, where people are uh, coming in and out of, you know, the countries in the continent Continent. from. Mm -hmm. It's very possible. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not just because we just because straight up because we black and we're immune that's not Mm-mm. correct and black people's whole concept of the coronavirus <laughs> went straight to hell <laughs> on wednesday <laughs> when <laughs> rudy gobert but he's not i mean i don't even know where's he from do you know marcus i think france maybe okay france he came up positive and then yeah, people the started next scratching day, their heads right his team his homeboy right came up and they was like oh wait no. a minute skirt yeah, <laughs> I can get it too, brother. <laughs> so this is not funny, but these no, are things funny. that we need to be, you know, aware of. Mm-hmm. So we do need to protect ourselves just as much as anybody else. And I, you know, don't want anyone to to uh, contract the virus. But I am glad that it was brought to the forefront That's because right. I do think it woke people up a little yeah. bit more, especially within the, the African-American community. Particularly because it's someone young and healthy. When you're talking mm-hmm. about a professional athlete, you're talking about somebody at the peak, at a peak, peak health, right? So right. If he can get it, then can you contract know. It. Right. Little old me. Right. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> we're, you know, we're wishing him well yes. and we're continuing to pray for all those, you know, names that we may know and not know mm-hmm. who have been impacted by this virus, you know, for a speedy recovery. But it's important to know that it, it could be anyone. That was the same night we found out about Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks, too. Right. That took me out as well. So rich people could get it, yes. too. So that's important it's, to know. Right. It's not a, um, what do I want to say? It, know, it knows no. Class or whatever. <laughs> Y'all know what I was 
All right. The third um, fact. Yes. These are, in, I mean, third myth Men. that we've heard. These instruments that we've been hearing. I'm going to just wear a face mask and keep it moving. Okay. Number one, <laughs> the face mask that y'all are using. Okay. These little paper joints that you, <laughs> that have, the, the, the ones that they use in a nail shop <laughs> with the hole on the side. So. Can't stop Diddy. <laughs> Can't stop, won't stop. Those big gaping holes at your cheeks, okay, where you have the rubber band that goes beyond your ears, behind your ears to hold it in place, Mm -mm -mm. allow the coronavirus, which is, you know, germs, microscopic, Mm. to enter. Mm -mm. Now, they might be effective in keeping you from touching your mouth, but they don't cover your whole face. So any point of entry, so your eyes, Mm -hmm. uh, your nose, those are all ports of entry into your body, into your lungs. That's where it's hosted. Mm -hmm. If it's on your hands, you're okay because there's no hole. There's no, you know, um, right. uh, Point of orifice. Yeah. There's no, yeah, way for it to, to enter. Mm-hmm. But when you touch your face, you do put yourself at risk. Mm-hmm. So the CDC, that's the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, they do not recommend that people who are well wear a face mask to protect themselves from any respiratory illnesses including COVID-19. Those are those that are airborne as well as those that are not because they really are not um, protecting you. Um, you should only wear a face mask if a healthcare professional recommends it. Right. Um, they are saying, however, that it's good for a face mask to be used by people who do have um, COVID-19 and are showing symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, this is to protect others the risk from the risk of getting infection. So we know that when we cough or sneeze, the distance that those droplets spread can be they first initially said three feet but six feet ten feet mm-hmm, even mm-hmm. so when we have a mask it helps to contain those droplets this disease is not transmitted by air but it's transmitted by these micro droplets right. that we can't see you know when somebody sneezes and sprays and those droplets are how it's going from person to person also it's important for us to save there are um, like uh, medical grade, healthcare grade masks, Mask, the ones yes. that completely cover. So if you ever see like a contractor, somebody with sawdust and they right. have the mask, sorry, that completely cover your nose and, and mouth. Fitted. And it's fitted. Yes. Not the nail tech joints, mm-hmm. but the, <laughs> the other ones. Those are effective, yes. but, you know, with limited numbers of things, we need, we to, need to keep those for, for our nurses health- and doctors. Right, exactly. That's right. We're going to add something else to that piece. I was, but I just forgot what it was so we can continue. When it comes back, just give me the I'll, church finger. Yes, yeah, so okay. circle back. Myth number four. I'm not using any lashes or bundles. Why I said it like that? I'm not, lashes. I'm not using no lashes or bundles that were imported from China. Bundles are hair, for those of you <laughs> who might not be aware. Oh. <laughs> Just a little cultural quick fact there. Um, so there's still a lot that's unknown about, you know, this because it's emerging. We really aren't a hundred percent sure about how it spreads. So it is good to be on the safe side, generally speaking. But what we do know is that the virus that causes COVID-19, as Tanil mentioned at the start of the show, is genetically related to, um, SARS coronavirus. So while we don't know for sure that this virus will behave in the same way as SARS-CoV-1, we can use the information gained from that earlier coronavirus to help guide us, not only in this instance, but period. Like we can look at how SARS moved and we right. can use that to help us. Same thing that they're doing with the vaccines. We have a baseline. baseline right. So based on that, in general, um, we're expecting that there's probably poor survivability of these coronaviruses on surfaces. There's um, likely very low risk of spread from products 
um, or packaging that are shipped over a period of days right. or weeks at ambient temperatures. Mm -hmm. Coronaviruses are generally thought to be spread most often by those respiratory droplets that I just talked about. Currently, there's no evidence to support the transmission of COVID-19 associated with imported goods, and there have not been any cases of COVID-19 in the United States associated with imported goods. That being said, I would still wipe it down. I would still steam that steam, hair. Exactly. Just gen I mean, this I mean, is just in that, general, you right? You get you get anything day. packaged. Yes. You might want to go ahead and disinfect. But I think the bundles are safe. safe. Y'all can go do the <laughs> ding, ding, praise ding. dance around the house. You can <laughs> right. keep your bundles. Somebody said, with these lashes and bundles not being used, we about to see who's real and who's not. <laughs> She's funny. <laughs> She's, She's fake. fake. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. What what uh, myth am I on right now? I think I'm on number five. I have heard people say, I will spray my nasal passages with saline. I will gargle with garlic water. I will drink warm water to flush out that Rona. I'm going to drink, drink ginger ale to flush out that Rona. I'm going to take some tussin. I'm going to take some tussin. I'm going to hold my breath. And, you know, if I can hold my breath for 10 seconds and it's not fibrosis exactly. of the lungs, and that means I'm safe. If the Good test job. was just to hold your breath. We would not be going. We would not be over here looking for these right. <laughs> these uh, medical tests diagnostic tests, yeah. right? Availability. So, mm -hmm. there is a lot of information that is being spread. Number one, if you our primary demographic here is, that that listens to this show mm -hmm. is in the millennial age range, so mm -hmm. you have access to information so that you can inform um, maybe some others in your family yes. who may not. Snopes, S-N-O-P-E-S dot com is a myth buster. This is not just for coronavirus. Anytime somebody sends me something, mm -hmm. I go straight to Snopes because Facebook is a breeding ground for fake news, for and, misinformation. And nowadays, people take what they see on those social media sites as and, facts. And, and, and it's, text it in your Viber yes. family chat, your WhatsApp group chats and some more stuff. So... A little bit about some of the ones that I just shared, but you can look up any of these. CDC has great information. Um, World Health Organization, if you're skeptical of the United States government and you want to see what <laughs> people are talking about internationally, you know, True. that you might be, you know, validate, do, do, do cross some validate, cross-check. Mm -hmm. So World Health Organization, who.int's um, international organization to check some of these facts. But from the, the information that we researched and that is available to us, there is no evidence that regularly rinsing the nose with saline has protected people from the infection with the new coronavirus. There is some limited evidence that regularly rinsing the nose with saline can help people recover more quickly from the common cold, mm -hmm. um, but regularly rinsing the nose has not been shown to prevent any respiratory infections. Um, so that's, you know, SARS, any of these other mm -hmm, respiratory infections mm -hmm. that we're talking about, things that might, you know, pneumonia, things of that nature. Right. As far as garlic is concerned, garlic is a wonderful choice. It's a healthy food mm -hmm. that has some antimicrobial properties, has some antibiotic properties. However, there is no evidence from the current outbreak that eating garlic, gargling garlic, anything of that sort has protected people from the new coronavirus. It was only that easy. Now it can't hurt. Right. Right. So we're you talking your about your immune system up, yeah. to be boosted. Exactly. Um, you know, most people I think know this information, but it can't hurt to state that if you have a bacterial infection, then antibiotics mm -hmm. can help. 
Um, this is a virus, and so antibiotics and other medications of that sort are not effective. Right. But some antimicrobial and antibiotic and even antiviral properties that, that we find in foods that can help oh. to boost our immune system are not a bad idea. Garlic's not right. a bad idea. Vitamin C's not a bad mm -hmm. idea. Turmeric. Ginger, yeah. I mean, you lemon. Want, you want your immune system in the best shape, best possible, shape possible to fight off so these any are, possible Exactly. Viruses. So these are good mm -hmm. to have in your system. Um, but they talking about, I saw one that says drink water every 15 minutes because when the virus gets flushed into your stomach, the stomach acid will kill it. You know what? That, first of all, mm -hmm. the virus goes into your lungs. Mm -hmm. The Just even just... <laughs> Thinking about how that sounds, if you, the only thing you're going to get from drinking water every 15 minutes is going to the bathroom. Is, is some crystal clear <laughs> urine. <laughs> Yes, you should so, right. drink so water. So drinking water is great. And again, part of overall health. Overall and health, wellness, yeah. wellness, tip top shape, yeah. high immune system. Those are all things that, you know, are great. But this additional dot, dot, dot information that people have at the end about because it does X, Y, Z. Is not founded in any factual information. So um, let's just keep that right there. And then the last myth that I want to bust today is, you know, and I don't know if this is a myth or if this is just an attitude, but mm -hmm. there's nothing that I could do to stop it. So it's whatever. Mm -hmm. If I'm going to die, that's no way I'm to die. live, sis. <laughs> mean that right people are saying that because of that whole invincibility mm -hmm. someone i told you you had that rona tomorrow you, be <laughs> you would be concerned exactly. you would be concerned so let's go ahead and act like this is something that matters we don't want to panic but we do want to be prepared and take mm -hmm. precautions mm -hmm. um like we said, right now we are in the community spread phase of the outbreak. That means that people can contract the virus and not know how, where, or when they became exposed mm -hmm. because people can spread the virus without having had any symptoms yet themselves. This means that the virus is likely already more widespread than we know, and that puts us at further risk. People want to be in for a rude awakening once those tests become available. And the, and, you, and the symptoms begin to show up after this latency Ooh, period. So child. it's important for us to know that, not just because we don't think that we'll be able to recover, but mm -hmm. we're exposing our young children, our parents, our grandparents, mm -hmm. our neighbors, our loved ones. I mean, it doesn't, people we don't even Strangers. know, somebody that yeah. someone else loves. So the best approach that we can take right now to curb the spread, as we mentioned earlier, is the approach of social distancing. Mm -hmm. In addition to hand washing, please continue to wash your hands. But y'all know what? Okay, so we've all gone to the store, whether it's Costco, Target, Walmart, wherever. Mm -hmm. Hand soap is still like Available. on the show. But sanitizer is Sanitizer, not. gone. Wash your hands, folks. Right. Hand sanitizer <laughs> is the backup. It's in the event. In the event, you cannot use soap <laughs> and water to wash your hands. Yeah. Okay? I, right. I just wanted to... I so mean, water, 20 seconds, scrub, nails, yes. inside, outside, between your fingers. Don't forget your thumb. If you don't know how to wash <laughs> your hands. That's a really good question. Do people have enough hand soap to last y'all for the next whatever? However how long you're going to be on self-quarantine. Yeah. yeah, please wash your hands. If you have to use a sanitizer because you're on the go, we mm -hmm. want one with 60 to 90% alcohol. You know what's funny? Somebody the said, can it? The meme about the bath and body work. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he said it's 10% alcohol and 90% glitter. <laughs> 
check. I actually had um, a little bottle of Bath and Body Works sanitizer at work, mm-hmm. and before I used it, I did check, Probably and it was over the sixty percent. Yeah, I think it is effective. So um, I just wanted to put that out there. But people I thought are that was are funny. making hand sanitizer from aloe vera gel and alcohol. You know, I'm good. Yeah, that. people also I've seen this, and Tito's actually put out a statement. People were trying to use Tito's alcohol to make sanitizer and Tito's put something out that says please do not uh, use our product they don't want that we don't <laughs> to make sanitizer this is if something had the level of alcohol required you wouldn't be drinking it straight right um also again don't touch your face your eyes your mouth your nose and I'm realizing that you touched a lot. I touch my face me too, me too. a lot. Yep. I've never been so conscious right? of it. Yeah. And so then I'll like scratch my eye or something. I'll be like, oh, oh dang, shoot. I'm not I just watch my doing that. Exactly. Yet, so. And again, what this social distancing does, it allows the peak of the outbreak to happen mm-hmm. slower, not overwhelm our healthcare system. And that allows us to provide better care to those who are most vulnerable. Yeah. And, um, Maddie and I are both, or at one point in our careers, have been in the health quality um, and yes. patient safety space. Yes. And so if it was to ever get to a point where the system was so overwhelmed, the level of quality, not by anyone's you know, mm-hmm. uh, intentional fault, but it's going to go down. Right. So we just need to be very mindful of that. And you know, I think we are in a place where we need to be um, self-sacrificial. Mm. Just to make sure that this is not about us. Right. You know, it's not about us. This is is a global issue. So, Mm -hmm. okay. Um, I think we've covered the myths. Yes. The ginger ale, the tussin. The face mask. Because I was on, I was actually on a flight two weeks ago and people, they weren't on the plane using their Clorox wipes to wipe down the seats and the trays, but they did have those masks on. With the gaping holes on exactly. the side. No, Lord, no, no. Lord of mercy. Get your Clorox wipes out. Yeah, so, wipe me down. <laughs> that was good. I Thanks. Like that. <laughs> um, so now we're going to talk about tips for coping because over the last week or two, we have been flooded with information Mm -hmm. um you know we um may have become anxious i I think i've definitely it's scary stressful we don't know how you know everything's gonna play out it's disrupting our normal um flow of activity Mm -hmm. so it's caused some some disruption um so we want to provide you with some tips for making it through the Rona. That Rona. That Rona. Did y'all... Okay, I'm going to start with the memes. Because people be having so much time. And y'all know it's only going to get worse because people are going to be in the house. The memes you are know, just going to I do think coming. one coping mechanism is laughing. Laughter. It is. Black people don't do nothing else. <laughs> Did you see the one with Bobby Brown? He had the I face. Haven't. <laughs> I haven't. No. That was funny. <laughs> but, okay, on a more serious note. Yes, laughter is a good way to cope with stressful situations. Mm-hmm. But if you are feeling anxious, um, we are suggesting you try the following steps. So first, we want you to slow down your breathing. That was a very good example. Thank you. Today on the news, they were actually saying um, breathe in and out like you're drawing a square because it just mm. helps you to slow visualize, visualize it. Um, so slow down your breathing. It just helps to calm you and center you. Mm-hmm. Um, the second way that we say um, that you should, or you can manage your anxiety is challenge your fear with facts. So that's why we're here today. It's by tuning in. 
listen to this podcast, share it, go to some of the websites that Maddie mentioned earlier. Um, we want you to have the factual information in order to challenge any fears that may be bubbling up to the surface. We want you to be prepared and be practical. Now, not don't go overboard, overboard, okay? Because we've had some examples where people have brought out, bought out Costco toilet paper, toilet paper, paper, towels. paper towels. My sister said she was in the grocery store yesterday, and people, a lot of people, had flour in their carts. What well, y'all gonna bacon bread? She was like, people was taking anything. I'm like, I mean, y'all, and 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 it, you know, we don't know what's gonna happen in the in the weeks coming. So mm-hmm. we do want you to have enough, you know, supplies in your home, absolutely, to be sufficient, prepared you, and practical. But you don't need to have enough supplies in your home to last a year, to last a year right. or six months. Right. Now we have not reached a point, and prayerfully, we never get to a point mm-hmm. where we are not able to go to the grocery store right. and there's not some supply available to mm-hmm. us. Um, but you all are running into Costco, all 2,000 of you right. creating more mass um, gatherings yeah. that they're so trying to get us to yeah. stop. And you're not distancing. <laughs> Standing in line for two hours. Right. So Breathing on everything, touching on everything. Yeah. yeah so nah. we be prepared, but be practical. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we are not at a point yet where we cannot move out of the house Mm -hmm. um so get what you need and if at some point you need to restock you can go back out if you can't go back out call a sister if i'm still healthy i will drop something off at at your house if i can look at that um and people are doing that like i've seen on my next door app people Mm -hmm. are like volunteering to go out and run errands for people who may not you know either feel comfortable going out or they can't go out for other reasons. I saw reasons. somebody post that she was in the um, parking lot at Trader Joe's and an elderly couple was in their car circling around and they asked, they said they were in their 80s. I saw that. They were terrified to go in and they slid her some money to go buy um, their groceries and she put them in their trunk and put the change back there for mm-hmm. them and they were so grateful. So you never know. I mean, right. even just the, the fear alone mm-hmm. can be crippling. Stifling, yeah. yeah, so. Um, the next tip is to focus on what you can control. Mm-hmm. So an example of that could be how much um, news you're taking in exactly. and media. Mm-hmm. Um, because that, it's designed to educate, but it's also designed to build up more. To keep us watching. Yeah, to keep us watching. Yeah. So build Engage. up more, um, mm-hmm. I don't want to say anxiety, but yeah. I mean, yeah, what, hysteria. Yeah, hysteria to, to get you watching and I'll admit, like, I have, I already watch the news a lot. She does. In my, like, she regular does. daily life. But I have She been, loves the news. <laughs> I've been watching the news more, and I've been, like, scrolling Twitter and Instagram more as well, mm-hmm. which I could probably limit because um, mm-hmm. I can control that. Mm-hmm. And then last, engage in calming activities. So while, you know, we are containing ourselves in the house and socially distancing ourselves, do things self-care. that are going going to um, fill up your cup, right, yeah. and, and calm you down. Yeah. So uh, Maddie will share some um, more ideas about those two things. Yes, I'm going to talk a little bit about focusing on what you can control. Number one, reduce how much media you can consume. Tennille talked about the news, also social media, also links and videos that you might be getting in your email just because somebody sends you a video link doesn't mean you need to watch it in that moment if you're already mm-hmm. you know, on the brink. Um, checking out, logging out of your group chats, muting stuff. Um, so really you're in control of how much media that you are consuming, you know, turning the radio off in the car, maybe listening to, to Spotify playlist or 
uh, a nice, you know, book or podcast or something. And Tanil is going to share a little bit more about that in the engaging and calming activities piece. But replacing that time that you're consuming media with something that is a little bit less stressful. Number two, watch how you respond to other people's fear. I find, and I know a lot of other people probably do find as well, that you could be around somebody and then walk away and now you feel more stressed than you were Mm -hmm. before. You could be around person B and then you feel calmer than you did when you initially you know, walked up to that person. So watch how you respond to other people's fear and then um, act appropriately. You know, if your auntie is stressing you out because she keeps forwarding you all of these things, you know, you try to give her some information or whatever. And then you can say, please don't send me more any more information right. about this. You know, I'm good. Or if that's all somebody wants to talk about, then maybe you find somebody else to talk to. So if you know that somebody already makes you feel a little, you know, jittery and whatever, right. then um, cut back on that. Number three, be mindful of how often you stop to breathe. So Tanil just gave that great example of breathing to a square. Um, I always like to say in for four, hold for four, out for eight. Mm. And I mentioned this on a previous podcast, but it's really important for us to exhale for a slower count than we inhale. So inhale for a count of four, hold it for a count of four. Exhale for a count of eight. Every time you feel yourself getting stressed, um, stop and think, am I breathing? Am I breathing, you know, in through my nose? Am I breathing through my mouth? Am I, you know, or is it just involuntarily happening in the background? So being mindful and then slowing that breathing down. And then finally, replacing fear-based thoughts with calming activities. Um, And Tanil is going to share a short list of some of the activities that I have compiled. I want you guys to feel free to add your own. You know what's, you know, most calming to you, but Mm -hmm. these are the ones that I like. So Tanil, if you have any more (laughs) too, feel free to add. Yeah. So the first is talk to a friend. This is a perfect time to call and catch up with someone who you know you can share a good laugh with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in these busy days and times, we struggle with having time Mm -hmm. to catch up with our good girlfriends. And so now that we ain't got nowhere else to go nothing else to do this is a perfect opportunity right the next one is play some music Mm -hmm. check out that new album um you know go back to your favorite 90s r&b pandora playstation Mm -hmm. or spotify Mm -hmm. station sing along with lauren we were at oh lauren oh lauren (laughs) tangent fat luther (laughs) we were at our um line sister favorite things last week oh you were singing along to everything jamming okay it makes me so happy those things were like early 90s loved them all late 80s it was high five i said tanil was listening to some of this music when she was seven no I mean, probably. She you know, was. You to that adult, the adult slow jam. She, she did, had no. It was only a couple years idea. between us, but I swear, I feel like she peaked earlier with the music. Ooh, I'm like, how do you know this it came took, out in 1984? Took me back to preschool. <laughs> um, you can also read or listen to a book on Audible mm-hmm. um, or listen to a podcast. So try to think about content that will help you relax and not stress you out. I am, you know, I should have brought. Netflix stock or Hulu stock or something because without the NBA, without any, you sports, can buy that stock right now. While this, uh, well, this is true. Let me. <laughs> these me, prices are. Let me call my financial advisor. Low, low, low. But um, yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. Whether it's TV, however you want to get that right. content, go and and consume it. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also journal, write, draw, mm-hmm. or color. 
Um, this could be anything from working on a book that you may want to draft right. or an activity book right, right. or writing your bucket list. Mm-hmm. So when that Rona is gone, you can go out and <laughs> All live the your things best. you want to do. Yes, right. live your best life. Um, also from doodling to an coloring, adult coloring. Sketching, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then try aromatherapy. So light a candle, yes. um, diffuse some essential oils. Boil some spices on your stovetop. You know Maddie added that in because I'm not sticks. boiling <laughs> oh. nothing but water on my stovetop. You guys, it's very effective. Okay. Yeah. If you have some like spices like cloves and cinnamon and starny, said Greg doesn't have that, but um, yeah. Yeah. So scents can relax, <laughs> refresh, or renew. Mm-hmm. Um, Orange peels. Yes, depending yeah. on the combination. Mm-hmm. So try some aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. Take a warm bath or a shower. Um, that's another place to incorporate the essential oils. Or you can get some eucalyptus to put in you the shower. You can get that um, Epsom salt that's pre essential oil yes i have some lavender lavender, peppermint um, epsom salt Mm -hmm. take a nice bath chill out yeah and then last drink some herbal tea so lavender and chamomile is maddie's favorite that's my favorite relaxation and sleep yeah and Um, i'm taking a page out of the book of my girls mika neek monique and mika they have a podcast shout out to them called tea with mika neek i listen to it every week on tuesdays this is not an ad i just love the show (laughs) and they um um, sit down with tea and they start off and they say, what are you sipping, girl? So when I listen, I'm like, let me get my little lavender and chamomile together so I can listen with my girls. Okay, girl. <laughs> so herbal tea. If you drink tea with caffeine in it and you're anything like me. It's going to have you a little, the a little turn, a little jittery. Yeah. So we want to calm down. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think those are all great ways to just calm yourself while you're in the house over the next um, couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Take some action on something that you've really... Do some spring cleaning. Wanted. A lot of y'all yes. wrote us back and said, girl, I am so motivated to clean my house. Well, go on and do it, sis. So that's one thing that <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do is I'm going to go ahead and get to that um, coat slash utility closet that right. I told y'all I was going to work on in March. Right. So it just gives me a perfect opportunity to do so. Absolutely. Try some recipes. Do some cooking. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. I'm going to document some of the stuff that I did. I actually made a beef stew last night in a crock pot. Oh. Look at me cutting Look. up carrots and stuff. <laughs> That's what that Rona will do for That's you. That's what that Rona will have you in the house. <laughs> yeah. Tap it into your inner chef. Any final thoughts? No, I think we have covered everything. Um, you know, I, I want everyone to, again, just be safe, take yeah. care of yourself and your um, families and those around you. Um, and just remember that a lot of the things that are going to make us and continue to make us great human beings are still available to us. That's so right. conversation, love, gratitude, right. prayer, praise, prayer. Faith. Yeah, yes. can't be understated when exactly. there's times of anxiety, you know, faith, leaning on your faith. And there are times of fear when there are times of illness you know it's important for us to kind of dig into that so um thank you for listening yeah if you follow me on the socials which i think you probably already do if you listen i will continue to post factual information you don't have to be worried about retweeting me i ain't posting no lies and i'ma just um retweet her (laughs) all right y'all be safe love you guys thanks for listening to the love madden podcast wait are you subscribed yet If not, what are you waiting for? Want to show more love? Rate and review. Then let's keep talking over at lovemadden.com and at lovemadden on social. Love, M-A-A-D-E-N.